faithful Maudians. <laughs> hey, what's up, Harold and Modcast Universe? What's up, fellow fringe writers? <laughs> hey, I gotta apologize for my voice up front because I am sick. Sick with the fringe. Of you. Sick of all that fringe writing. <laughs> no. Dude, you gotta lay off the fringe. Nope. Gotta lay off that fringe. I do not cop to that. We well, gotta lay off the fringe. You're clearly paying for it physically. I'm paying for lots physically. Your, your fa- our fans are concerned. They're, They're making concerned. signs. They're outside the studio. They're, we had to put up a barricade <laughs> to come in here. Like, get well, lay off the fringe. You, 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 you know, we love you. That's Cl- nice. Clean yourself up. You're gonna get <laughs> clean myself up. You're gonna get sent to just a, my voice. I don't rehab. know. It might be a good thing. It might be. I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know what's more important, your voice or your fringe? My fringe. We gotta lay off the fringe. Or more fringe, less fringe. So we've uh, been on a little hiatus because we were on a broadcast. We were doing a flying piatus. Yep. So we we went on a pie journey around the country. Pie journey in Alaska. We went all to the 50 states and tried their local pies. (laughs) That'd be a cool show, actually. Their state pies. (laughs) I didn't know that every state had its own pie. Really? Every state. They have a bird and a flower and a pie. Could you name some of those pies? There's Boysenberry, Biloxi, (laughs) Bung Bung. There's Alabama, Albatross, fucking Dingle. (laughs) No. There's freaking Oklahoma applesauce pie. That was my favorite. Yeah, I like applesauce. They made a whole pie. Out of applesauce. As soon as you cut into it, just soups everywhere. And you're just like, oh, this is great. Gross. Crust and like soupy, soupy applesauce on the inside. Mm, Not the outside. Nothing says America like applesauce pie. With a little bit of cheese. Oh, yeah. You got to have the cheese. Spray cheese, though. Not Ew. that real That's stuff. That's true. That's Americana for you. You got to spray it on. I don't want to I only eat foods that are sprayed. <laughs> I have spray bacon and spray cheese. I have a spray burger, spray nuggets. Gross. I spray all my food. Nice. I like to spray it around. Spray eggs. You should try my spray eggs. No, thanks. Sprags, we call them. Sprags. Gordon Sprags coming up. Like, that's me right here. That's me. Cool. With the spraking. America. 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 Well, speaking of America movies, Mm -hmm. The Avengers came out. Avengers Age of Ultron. Yep. It's fucking America. Where'd we see it? Oh, we saw it in Seattle. We saw it in the epicenter of America, Seattle. The epicenter. We saw it on the tail end of our Alaska trip. Yeah, the last thing we did was see Avengers in Alaska. Well, Seattle. In Berlingus. <laughs> in, in Seattle, from Alaska. It was um, an experience that was very typical of going to any mall in America. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a bunger. Yeah. Kind of like Bung Bung Mall. And it was a Sunday, so it was so busy. Was and everyone, busy. like, dresses up to go to the fucking mall, man. Like, why yeah. do you have your newest clothes on? You're at the mall. The mall's a thing. Ugh, it's still a mall. thing. It's still a thing. You're at the food court. You're wearing your, like, brand new untouched Jordans and, like, snapbacks. And it's like, you look way too cool to be at the mall right now. Yep. You should be in a music video or, like, an extra of some fucking crowd scene. Well, to be fair, we weren't, like, downtown Seattle. We were kind of in the outskirts by the airport. By the airport. So probably that's kind of, like, the hopping thing to do where we were. Go to the mall. mall. I got my new Curse jersey or my new, like, divisional champs shirt that I... Seahawks shirt. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of those. (laughs) A lot of those. Kind of made me chuckle. Divisional champs. Yeah. We did it. We did it. 
Well, he beat those Niners. No, they're NFC champs. They were, yeah, whatever the thing and is. And they're NFC. Super Bowl champs. Yeah, there was a lot of like Super In Alaska, Bowl last year. There were a lot year. of Seahawks fans. It's all they're they're Seahawks. Yeah. Town there or Seahawks State. They're, that's the closest thing they have to an NFL team. Yeah. And the whole Seahawks logo is very like Native American. American. Yep. That it's like literally carved into a fucking totem pole, man. Hey, shout out to uh, Ketchikan helicopters Heli- Ke- taking us up. Yeah, Ketchikan, the the small salmon town, and Ketchikan helicopters that Ryan took us and up. Marty. Ryan and Marty, man. Cool dudes. They're the fucking down-home helicopter experience. That was awesome. They're not ringers. They're like literally, this is our helicopter. This is my business. Yeah. I can take you up right now. Ryan's a pilot. I guess Marty's like his partner business, business guy. Business partner. And, um, they both live there. They're not there for the season. You know what I mean? No. Nope. They're not ringers coming in with their own boat that they also use in Hawaii for that yeah, season. Yeah, and, and they don't feel like they're like, getcha tourists. No. It, it's definitely, they love what they do and they're really good at it. And they really respect the environment. Like when Ryan was up there, take, like we were literally, at, we're at like 1,200 feet above the mountains. That was crazy. We saw like three different ecosystems. We flew through a rainbow, folks. Yeah, we did. A rainbow. There I, are pictures on our blog of this. I was reborn. It was like dipping into you were the reborn? fountain of youth. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you need the fountain of youth I, uh, at the ripe old age that you are. Of dingus. Yep. <laughs> I need the fountain of tooth. Yep. No, but it was incredible. We do have some very cool pictures, but yeah. we wanted to like, We saw them mountain a goats out. just like climbing up a rock face. I wanted to be like, hey, Hey, you know, you guys are at a thousand feet. <laughs> and, like it all clicks in at once. Like, ah, fuck, we're so high up. And they all fall. Yeah, they like they lose their footing. It gets scared. The bear claws was cool too. We saw. It. We ate bear claws. No, we didn't. We eat. went to a donut shop and <laughs> ate bear claws, and that was really cool. That was fun. No, Ryan pointed out because he put the he took us to this little area that was kind of secluded. First of all, we should tell down. them he went up in a helicopter. We went up in a helicopter. Well, we did tell them, and that. then we went down. And then we would t- from the helicopter to back into to a land. forest. Yeah, and we walked around, and he we walked through this forest where he showed us fresh bear claws, mm-hmm. and we were all and I took pictures of it. We were all kind of captivated by it, but then it sort of I could yeah. see it hit him in a You're moment. Like, he was hmm. like, "Shit, maybe we should leave." Because well, he said he's like, "These are from today. Like these are yeah, a these day are old. fresh." You know, he said this is like an hour old, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, okay, we should probably go. Probably get up back, get back Maybe up in the sky. Maybe we should go, yeah. Yeah, that was funny. It was like, oh, shit. And then we, when we got back, we watched Grizzly Man. Yeah, then we watched Grizzly Man. <laughs> we were like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, I'm glad we left when we Still did. Still heart-wrenching when you watch it the Oh, it's devastating. Time. The man's delusional, but like his heart's in the right place, but everything he's doing is, is wrong. wrong. It's just wrong yeah. for the right reasons or right for the wrong reasons. <laughs> and then he gets eaten. He gets eaten by a bear. Worst, yep. worst way to go. But so how about those Avengers? <laughs> so anyway, the Avengers, the Bearvengers. The Bearvengers. Uh, it's the Avengers. America, Avengers is America's home team. I mean, home team. freaking making crazy records, box office records. People love it. They just love the dynamic. I read a breakdown of like screen time and Captain America has the most with 50 minutes. Captain America? America. I thought it it was uh, Downey Jr. America. Really? It's America. (laughs) God damn it. God damn it. I didn't show up to see some green fucking dude or some fucking Russian broad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she got, Thor got the least, right? He has the least. Yeah, he has the least. She actually has the third most after Downey Jr. 
Wow. And then it's... I thought it was Downey Jr. then Captain America. No. Captain America has 50 minutes. Shit. Downey Jr. has 45. Wow. Yeah. And then there's a significant drop off to like 30 something for what's her name? Uh-huh. 33. And then it's like Quicksilver. And then it's oh, the Hulk. And then it's Scarlet Witch. I didn't like... No, let's and talk about Quicksilver Thor. and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. We should talk about that because it was bonky. Yeah. Well, they had to change their backstory because they can't use the original story of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch being the offspring of Magneto because Magneto will never be in their universe because he's owned by Fox because he is an X-Man. Yeah, he's an X-Man. So they literally had to rewrite the story. And in the movie, they tell the story of their back, like their backstory of their parents. They're enhanced. Yeah, And they're not They're Like they were they willingly like, you know went and did these tests had these tests done on them right they're not them, mutants though which no. is weird and even like, though they are in the even po- though comic they books, are in the comic mutants. books in the original story they are but they had so the, in changing their backstory they also changed their current story and they tell like our father was murdered and, and they both have these thick russian accents but natasha romanoff scarlett johansson has never Doesn't, had yeah anything even though she remotely. was actually she was russian she's literally ru- no, her name well, is natasha romanoff got rid of it. yeah yeah she yeah right she has she's trained in many different accents well they do a bunch languages. of her backstory flashbacks because well, they do a lot of people everyone's sort of like inner turmoil stuff because right. of scarlet witch but but with so tell her powers. scarlet witch well, Scarlet Witch has tele- telepathy and telekinesis and stuff, which is she's like a psych. She's a and psych she can power. and she can mess with your mind. Well, it's part of the like telepathy and then telekinesis. She can like yeah. But can, can't she insert things into their minds too? And I think she like drums up your fears. Puts like this like smoke, red smoke at them, and then they're just kind of like. I think that's just the energy blast. Oh, okay. It's just like it's not an actual. It's not. I don't think that's what. It's not the red smoke that, that causes does it. it. It's, it's just, just the energy. Okay. It's just a symbol of the energy that she's using, just okay. so it looks like something, That's as opposed to just like hand. hand. Yeah, like when you hand. know, <laughs> hand. Like when Magneto lifts the freaking thing, it's just like yeah. <laughs> my hands are shaking. That means it's working, right? Yeah. And so anyway, they hate Tony Stark because they there's a Tony missile Stark. in their in their freaking shack, and their parents died, and it's at Stark Industries yep. on the side of the missile. So they just willingly sign up to fight for Ultron when once Ultron is introduced. Right? They're like, yeah, sure, Leos, we'll, we'll kill Tony Spader Stark. Spader is kill Ultron. Him. Yeah, James Spader, which is cool, which is awesome. And uh, but yeah, that whole thing of just like Tony Stark's like, cool, I found a flash drive. I'm gonna put it in. <laughs> I'm gonna download some software. Fuck, he killed Jarvis. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. I mean, it's big. It's it's kind of how I felt about the first one. It's like a big fun movie. It's just a big, it's a big fun fu- ride. It's super cheesy though, right out of the gate. Well, the first, the opening sequence is like a cool all all team in fight to get to the castle of Jablevnik or yeah, the right. town is where Quicksilver and they're doing these tests and stuff. And, uh, the Avengers are there to crush, crush the crush evil inside of the castle. Yeah. And they do that. And it's kind of, it's a cool well, fight and scene. Captain America tells Tony Stark to watch his language. Yeah. Over the intercom. Yeah. Yeah. And that becomes like, that was like a running joke. A running joke that they don't let go of. Literally until like the last scene of the movie almost. Yeah. There's like a scene at the very end where I can't even remember what happened where he's like, You guys are giving me shit for that and still, blah, like something yeah, like that. Blah. I don't know. Yeah. That kind of, I mean, just 
immediate like and we people love it though people, people love, love it. it people yeah, love that people stuff love they it. crack up and they're like see it's funny too and it's and like it's zany a lot of zane a lot of zane lot of stuff zane. well it's also for kids yeah it's definitely with kids in mind yeah, that's the is. thing that is it's got this broad appeal that's what sells the underoos and all the, the ding the dong stuff you know you buy the underoos well i buy the adult sizes <laughs> they only fit my butt but uh so what do you think? I mean, well, we also we didn't talk that much about Quicksilver, who is played by uh, Aaron T- Kickass. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Tanger, T- Tonga, Taylor, Tingen, what's his Bongen, name? And I didn't think he was very good in that role. I mean, I like him. I just actually watched the Godzilla movie from last summer again. And by the way, when you watch that movie the second time, it kind of sucks. It's kind of boring. It kind of drags ass. Well, not only does it drag ass, it's like. I think we just wanted to like it so much because it was a new Godzilla and it looked yeah, more like Godzilla. It does. But I got to tell you, the Broderick one to me is better. Oh, you're going to get slammed in I the message I slammed boards. it, but I like it a lot better. Yeah, you're going to get slammed by well, the message boards for that one. Well, people don't like that movie. I know they don't like that movie. I don't movie, know if you know, but people don't like it. But the movie. new Godzilla, when you watch it the second time, it's just boring. You hardly see Godzilla. And then those other, like, praying mantis giant beasts whatever they are mm-hmm. stupid yeah and he's in that too yeah, he's and, in she, it. and he, pl- with his wife is elizabeth olsen elizabeth olsen who plays scarlet, scarlet witch. witch and quicksilver yeah it's so strange he, she's his sister in avengers and, and she's his, his wife. wife in godzilla don't mix those two up yeah mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. to latch on to people and just put them in everything yeah it's funny but he was i mean and it wasn't that i didn't like his performance in the avengers it's just that quicksilver was so much cooler in than x-men, X-Men. that yeah. sequence oh it's like and i said that again after watching days of futures past that quicksilver sequence when they're freeing magneto might be one of my favorite sequences in all of the superhero yeah it's movies. so cool i could watch it a million times yeah i could watch it over and over every time it's on i'm like i'll, I'll watch to that scene and then i can move yeah because <laughs> yeah. it's like the coolest one of the coolest scenes in superhero history the superhero movie yeah history. it really is wait and they play time in a bottle and yeah. it just goes through and, and he has his headphones on because yeah, that's what he's listening on. to yeah. it's like you cheeky bastard listening to that fucking song when you're moving at the speed of light or faster a macro second or a picosecond or whatever that you're doing all that stuff in it's yeah. so cool it's the coolest they took a little liberties with that that 1973 he'd have a walkman which she would not have but yeah <laughs> i don't like know what eight, he would be eight track to. walkman thing or and they didn't have that shit then so i don't know what he was listening to on his headphones but um Some sort of new technology yeah that only Quicksilver has access only to. Quicksil- but he was a cool Quicksilver. Yeah. And to be honest about that, when they showed the like pictures of the characters, I totally was like, Fuck Oh, you hated that. it. Yeah. I was like, who is like, this like this? silver doofus with yeah, the hair and the it. jacket? But then once you see it in and you remember it's the 70s and they're trying right. to keep like, yeah, it's Quicksilver, but it's Quicksilver in the 70s. And so it actually really worked for the character. Yeah. And I actually like really liked his interpretation of Quicksilver. I did too. And, and he- I like it more than Avengers. Yeah. There's not much that really like uh, endears you to the Quicksilver in Avengers. You're no. sort of like, yeah, another superhero. Another guy that runs faster, and it's a re- it's cool what he can do, but they don't showcase it the right way. No, they don't really like in the movie. You don't really see a lot of sequences where Quicksilver. You're like, wow, that's what his power looks like. You just sort of see him like, doom, doom, 
like like in the the very opening sequence where like oh there's an enhanced out here and like yeah, he yeah, knocks yeah. over captain america oh enhanced everybody get on like turn on your enhanced dar or whatever right. they have you know and so you yeah he moves fast you know but there's a lot of characters that move fast in both dc and right Marvel. so it's like you got to give us a little more that make what makes him different than the flash and actually he can't move as fast as the flash not even close well and you don't get that because it did just sort of seem like the flash well, yeah, it does, but I mean, the Flash at Speed Force, which is like something like a whole other level of yeah. speed that Quicksilver can never attain because he just does not. I'm not sure, like the exact science, the made up mm, science behind the made it. Up science <laughs> but behind the it. Speed Force, there's someone something about there the Speed knows. Force. Yeah, someone out there is like, actually, mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you'd spend a lot of time explaining this. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, sure. But so overall, I mean, it was good family fun. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, I, there's some stuff that I really like. And at the end of the day, like like some of this, the fighting sequences where they pause and it is like a like what well, in comic books where mm-hmm. you turn the turn the page and you're reading reading the different panels and then it's just a whole two page spread splash page thing where it's just all of the characters each engaged in their own like part of the battle and they sort of put that into. Th- 3d and right. made that so it's like they stayed they really let you know it, it tried to keep that like this was a comic book first you know and this right. is these are comic book characters you know and so there's some some really like fun uh fun sequences the hulkbuster yeah, sequence is. was kind of funny it was a little too long it will and it sort of it just pointless. sort of came out of nowhere yeah right it didn't yeah. really like you guys it was sort of like hulkbuster porn like yeah. you guys have been waiting for this here it comes yeah. Woo! Hulkbuster. Hulkbuster. You love it. In your face. Yeah, Yeah, it was pretty, yeah. You know, it's just sort of like we need to figure out a way to get that fucking suit into this movie. Right. You know? And so the Hulk, yeah, just gets sort of like possessed, whatever, by Scarlet Witch. And he starts going on a rampage. And he goes on a rampage in In like South Africa. In an undefined city, yeah. yeah, Johannesburg or or some fucking place. Yeah, and so he, you know, what's his, Tony Stark calls up to his satellite in the sky and it crashes down and he but they, it's a prolonged it's a long battle sequence them. yeah and i guess you they figure you might as well give you your money's worth but there's a couple of funny like when he knocks his tooth out and he spits it out yeah, his tooth. He's yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah sorry like sorry i'm so sorry you know that cheeky stuff they love to do that winking at the camera that stuff. winking at the camera i mean I they think do a lot of that they definitely do i think the most you know what's interesting about this whole thing is just what marvel's been able to do with the franchise and mm-hmm. tying it into i mean we're talking about all the different comic book movies that are coming out in both universes in the dc and marvel and the projection it's like it's gonna go to like 2030 i know i'll be well into my 50s by the time this like ends (laughs) or something like what the fuck i was gonna say like i want to go one year where there is no nothing nothing in theaters that has to do with dc or marvel or comic book characters and it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen in the projected future that is not gonna fucking happen it's kind of scary and upsetting it's scary and upsetting (laughs) it's kind of weird that like this is what we have now yeah i mean literally so the avengers is like avengers uh infinity infinity war uh, is like two part two is a two-parter it's 2019 but justice league part two is 2019 justice league is 2017 yeah so they have the same time josh whedon's out now josh whedon is done and the guys that did winter soldier uh soldier 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 are stepping in to do the next two movies josh's josh is like um, i'm done yeah Yeah. i don't blame the guy the biggest fucking movie ever twice well winter soldier did really well it did huge and they're doing civil war 
and Civil War is going to have like all of it's basically like a fucking like sub Avengers movie like yeah it's Captain America but they're all in it and if you know the Civil War story it's basically Civil War amongst the superheroes against the Avengers so they're introducing other characters that are going to be in it and also in Avengers Ultron they introduced Vision and they sort of gave him like his process of how he actually came to be yeah Paul Bettany Bettany. who's been doing the voice of Jarvis right this whole time since the first uh, Iron Man movie yeah is now now is like in Gets physical form, forward, yeah. yeah, and is basically Jarvis's AI, which is put into like an unstoppable, like half cyborg or not, well, cyborg sort of half person, mm-hmm. half mutant or not mutant, but uh, half Ultron you machine. Know, machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. He has one of the stones, one of the Infinity Stones. Yes, is, and is, that comes in. Thor, mind Thor is crucial to this plot because he sort of discovers what this is about yeah and he also has the least amount of camera time in the movie i mean some polls are like thor's the least popular or something really i don't know why does he have 14 minutes of screen Uh, time you know it's calculated it's all calculated but paul bethany's um bethany is it bethany or bethany bethany okay he's he has the perfect jaw facial structure for the for that part for that character yeah Yeah, it really works perfect he has like this really defined reminds me of um the t2 character Mm -hmm. you know just that sort of like robert patrick yeah really defined features cheekbones it looks like sharp look it's manufactured yeah yeah he's perfect for it image of human yeah he is perfect and that makes you think like was he going to be the vision from like did they're like once we have the vision yeah how far back have they been far back has that been planned and it makes you think how far back it was all of this plan because war machines in the movie too john cheeto Oh, that's Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> Don Cheeto. You got Cheetos on the mind. Don Cheeto. Spicy Don Cheetos. Cheeto. Flaming Cheetos. Yeah, he's in it. Um, yeah, and he's also in a Civil War. And he's in the next Avengers movie. Right. So he's yeah, he's back in the fucking throw of things. I guess they're not doing another Captain America for a while. I don't see a Captain America four on the horizon. They don't really need uh, it. No. They don't need it. I would think they would end at three. Yeah. Well, with Civil War coming, he's in that in the next two Avengers movies. he's in the next movies. two Avengers. And I think that ends the contract for everybody. They, I think they had a seven-picture deal. Jesus. I, I think. I don't know. I mean, it's like... And I remember you t- you telling me that you read an article with Chris Evans about how it, he wasn't that site i mean i don't know it's just like no. it's not the greatest deal for them they don't get no. that, that much money not they don't all. get a piece of any of the merchandising Nothing. and they're contracted for like seven eight years with these movies which also means they have to keep up that physical look like they have right. to keep up their phys- their physique and then they also are committed to all of the press tours and junction uh, junkets yeah, yeah. and all that shit which is work like yeah it's you're a, a superstar yeah. but you're in a different city every couple days right different time zone different answering country. the same questions yeah. a different country Country, same fucking questions from different people and we you, know some of these idiots who ask these questions and, and you gotta be like you gotta be like yeah thanks for asking that cool question again <laughs> like yeah, cool you gotta you question. gotta be into it you know it's fucking a lot of work and you're making like a hundred grand or yeah, like, like well, i hope they're making grand. more than that i'm sure they're making more than that now but it's, but it's a lot of work it's and it's a lot like of work. it's like a 12 year commitment or something you know yeah. and chris evans like he said he's like i didn't instantly just jump up and sign the paper i had to like think about it talk to my manager talk to my agents fucking rest on it think about it yeah and i don't blame him you know it sounds like this sweet either. gig apparently that's why ryan gosling passed up on playing the joker initially for suicide squad 
because he probably had to do they want four or five movies out of you. Speaking you know, of Suicide Squad. Speaking of, yeah, that's another thing. I don't know if you guys saw the ensemble cast picture Pitch. that's just been released. Well, not just, but you know, within the week. Yeah. And uh, it's, I don't know. It looks okay. It looks super nineties. Like it, you said. it looks like a nineties action movie. Yeah. You know. And I don't know the way Harley Quinn looks. It's okay. It's really sort it's of okay. dumb, dumb, not dumbed down, but sort of trimmed like down. Sucker Punch to me. Yeah, it looks like Sucker she Punch. Looks like nineties like Sucker Punch or like Sin City a or little. Sin City a little. A bit of like Sin dark, City, but with but that not that dark. Spin. But she doesn't have like her Harley Quinn outfit. No, with which the black I and was... white, black and red spandex and the you know like jester hat and that sort of stuff and so they're clearly sticking with this we're going gritty with the dc world yeah and like more true to life kind yeah. of thing which i don't know how much of that's going to continue to work because a lot of these characters are so out there yeah you know what i mean so like keep it true how how true can you keep it but like it's their like way killer of croc challenging marvels like this is big and dumb and, and fun and, and li- lights and colors and splashing and but remember that uh there's a youtube video where they color graded Superman, the Man of Steel. Yeah, and they showed what it would look like if it was had color. If it had color, just literal color. It looks completely different. And it, it looks, looks more better. fun. And it looks like it would have kept my attention longer. Absolutely. To be honest, and I remember who was saying uh, on Hollywood Babylon, the show I worked, they showed the uh, the, the teaser for Batman vs Superman, mm-hmm. and like Ralph Garman was saying, he's like, "Yeah, I liked it, but like I'm squinting my eyes. I'm like, who's that? I can't see what's yeah. in the foreground or the background. I mean, and it's just sort of like, hey, it gets cool, but it's true. Like it's sort of like they're trying to keep this sort of color theme yeah. of the DC universe, and it's sort of like a little muted. too heavy. Yeah, muted colors. I don't know if low I like contrast. that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, especially with Superman. Not like, with Superman. It's blue Superman, and red and yellow. Superman needs to have the color, the big colors, and the yeah. I don't mind it. I'm not going to be like this. Isn't fucking realistic. Of course it's not. Yeah, he shoots lasers not. from his eyes. <laughs> He's an alien. It's like, who cares? I don't mind. Or keep Bratman gritty. And I guess they're trying to keep with the tone of Nolan because he did it before them also. And his is super gritty and true yeah, to life kind of thing. But that's Batman. I feel like you can do that with Batman. And you they, can. You can do that and with they, Batman. But he successfully, you know, did the bridge between those two worlds with the Heath Ledger Joker who still yeah. sort of has color and kind of yeah. cartoony look and cartoony but, but in his attributes. universe I think it's yeah. just who's, in, who's charge, in charge you know yeah absolutely and and because in the Batman universe a lot of the rogues uh, in Batman are freaking super like Clayface and Solomon Grundy and Killer Croc and even really Bane like they really strip down Bane for Dark Knight Rises right. Bane is like a big colorful character yeah, Same you as always complain about not liking the Bane. Well, he's character. like too small. You always say that. He should be like 6'8", you know, and like 300 pounds. <laughs> not like 5'8", yeah. and like 180 pounds. I liked pounds. Tom Hardy, but I know you really didn't. You thought he was too small. Well, they just took out the whole Venom like aspect of right. the character. It's such a huge part of the like venom distribution yeah. of his brain and he swells up and he's unstoppable yeah. and you know it's well, cool. Well they went so over the top with the Bane character in the really bad Batman and Robin version. Yeah, yeah that was bad. It's like they completely were trying to erase that almost. Yeah, well in that not only did they go over the top like they didn't even do the Bane justice in any way where cuz he was just like a mindless he was, goon. Yeah, he was barely involved. And he had no like he couldn't he didn't even speak like the Bane in the comic books is like a military tactician yeah. and a genius and a a brilliant like you know Sin Tzu st- reading yeah, he was and just studying. Like 
Poison Ivy's pawn. And, yeah, like Poison Ivy's goon, like yeah. her henchman, you yeah. know? And he just gets big, and then he gets small, and it's stupid. Yeah, yeah. So, Well, well uh, since we're just to finish up on the comic book stuff, like, so Hugh Jackman yeah. announced his last, his last Wolverine, Wolverine. is going to be Wolverine 3. But yeah. then people are like, so is he not going to be in Apocalypse? And are they going to recast for Apocalypse? No, he's X-Men. already contracted for Apocalypse, I think. I he's don't know. Listed on, it's but listed. as he said, his last Wolverine will be Wolverine 3. So maybe that does mean he'll be in Apocalypse. And then, then do Wolverine 3. three. Yeah. And then he'll hang up the claws. Because he's listed on the IMDb for Apocalypse. Oh, he is? Yeah. Well, then, okay. So, yeah. So... so you know, I mean, he's been awesome. Yeah, like but 15 years, 17 it? years. He's 46 years old. It's yeah. There's, you know, an expiry date for a character like that. Yeah. The physique he has to keep up alone. I know. It's incredible that he's been able to. Especially at his age. Yeah. You know, he's probably doing like strict diet, strict workout yep. regimen. It's a lot of work to come in. And he's even bigger than he was in the first X-Men. Yeah, because we just rewatched it. Yeah, it was on. It's like, he's like, you know, he's in shape, but he's sort of like thin shape. Whereas in Days of Futures Past, he's, he's just buff. like fucking jacked. Yeah. yeah. And in Wolverine Samurai, what was like? Which we didn't like. Which is boring. Yeah. I mean, it was boring. You know, the end sequence is cool when he actually gets to fight the Silver Samurai and yeah. stuff. You know, but yeah, but yeah, it wasn't a good movie. Yeah, but I mean, and in, in, weren't you saying that he's played that part the longest of anyone's played any superhero part? Yeah, he's been in the most movies as the one character yeah. out of anybody. Anybody. That's pretty cool. Yep, it is. It's it's incredible. Yeah, go Hugh Jackman. Go Hugh Jackman. Yeah, that guy works hard, man. So, um, we have a few things to review here. We're going to get to them. Uh, let's, next up, we saw Maggie. Oh, yeah. Should we review or rate Avengers Age of Ultron? Oh, yeah. I'd give it a 7.5. I'd give it like an 7.8. Okay. Or like an 8 at the most. Because it was fun. It's a fun theater experience, but... I don't know. I mean, it's fun. It was a big, fun movie. You'll enjoy watching it in a theater. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. No, you won't be like, fuck. But it, And this is another thing that I've sort of harped on. It just feels like a two-and-a-half-hour preview for the next movie. It does. And they that's, all feel that's that way. That's the though. whole fucking Marvel. I'm yeah. sort of jaded by it now. Or sort of, sort of like, ugh. Because they always do that little end clip teaser yep. the little button and they did that again and it was thanos putting on the gauntlet without any of the gems in it right so he's on he's like i'll do it myself and so he's basically like he's starting to collect the the gems right and we know where three of them are star lord has the purple gem and vision so has we know the that universe is gonna cross it'll cross probably in the second movie i bet and didn't you say that Ant-Man's going to be part of the Avengers, too? Yeah, he will be. Ant-Man. I think they've decided just by all the buzz that, that he's gotten from the preview. I can't wait to see that movie, actually. Yeah, it kind of looks better than It looks than really Avengers fun. To it, me. it looks fun. It looks more fun, like... Um, it looks like Galaxy. It looks fun. like Garly, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of fun. Yeah. And a different, different character. Like, we've seen... How many times can we see Captain America and the Hulk? Again, I guess if you love yeah. it, you can see it as much as you want. It's you a know? good vehicle for Paul Rudd, who people like, but have not really, he hasn't received, he's always been sort of known as box office, like kryptonite, kryptonite but I think it's just because he hasn't had the right vehicle because he's likable. And he's great in an, an ensemble. He's great. Yeah. And he's great as like, as you know, as a, you know, second man or whatever. Right. But yeah, as like a leading guy. He just hasn't like done the numbers, really. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think this will do it. I, it will, I hope it so, will do it. I'm, I'm psyched to see with it with Michael uh, Michael Douglas and Cor- uh, Corey Stahl. Yep, it's a big. It looks big and fun. 
Like, that's Marvel's big thing. And fun. Make it yeah, big, big and fun. Make it fun. You know, cheap thrills. Cheap thrills. So yeah. Cool. So seven. Let's say seven point eight. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll agree to that. Feel like seven point eight. A good fun movie. Good to see for some. Good to kick off the summer season. Yep. Yeah. So Maggie is Arnold Schwarzenegger's produced indie zombie flick. Mm-hmm. With um, Abigail Abigail Breslin Belesblin from uh, Thespian. My Little Miss Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. Oh and she's been in other stuff. She's been in lots of stuff since. Yeah. But um, she's she's been bitten, and it's a zombie. Where it's a very indie looking take on. It kind of reminded me of the day that mm-hmm. film that's not really zombies, but it's post apocalyptic. Just the sort of shooting of it. Yeah, it looks like you're at a film festival. It's a little lower budget, which is cool. That's fine. Yeah, it was. Um, and we should say we actually went and rented it on Amazon. We didn't go see it in the theaters. No, because it's in you theaters can right VOD now. It right yeah. now, though, and it's like six bucks. So it's like, well, yeah, because I I would have I guess saw it in theaters, but I'm glad I didn't glad I see didn't. it in theaters because it definitely feels like a film that was made for. Uh, a festival. A festival. Well, and it feels like I was saying, I feel like this film, if it had been a short film, would have been a really interesting take on the zombie. Yeah, I world. said that too. It was just we knew it was going to happen from the beginning, and so you know, for a ninety minutes of this, yeah, it's like uh, just I the the characters and the sort of little sub stories weren't interesting enough for me to want to no, stick with it for very ninety minutes. Straightforward. It could have been half an hour. And we went cool, or or fifty minutes even. Yeah. But, so what happens is Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. We don't know why she ran away, and she the apocalypse during is the apocalypse. She's been bitten, but it's it's sort of a manageable apocalypse. It's a man. It's right. not a like we're coming and raping. It's not Walking and, Dead. World. No, it's not. It's like there's still police. There's we're going back yep. to school in the uh, at the end of the summer and shit. There's a quarantine system yep. in place. The cities are fucked up and places right. are fucked up, but people are still living in their homes yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And they have a system in place to deal with it. And yeah. so Arnold goes to pick her up at this hospital out of quarantine. Out of quarantine and brings her home basically to turn into a zombie to die, yeah. you know? And it's the process of it's this relationship between the daughter and, and the father. and mm-hmm. But they don't and really give enough. Yeah, his coping. He's remarried again to um, Jolie um, Richardson. And he, she's got two kids. They've got two kids. Her, Separate kids, yeah. They're shipped Step-kids. away from, you know, so it's the, the kids three of them in the house. The kids go to stay with, like, the aunt. Right. And then the mother, the stepmother, the Abigail Breslin and Arnold all stay in the house together and well, sort of, like, wait for the inevitable. Kind which of. I thought was hard to believe i mean she's got she's been bitten she's turning she's turning and and in this it's like a slower turn it's like a six week turn six to eight weeks right versus 48 hours or 24 hours 72 hours that sort of shorter window which is like walking dead and other most other zombie movies they turn within a couple days maybe or less depending on how they want to use it in the story which is a liberty (laughs) which is often taken which is what kind of makes it interesting yeah. is because you see this process because she's kind of doing her goodbyes. She has this one last night with her friends. Yep. And the guy, the boy that she liked, who's also turned. Also been bit. So he's turning right. and he's in a much worse state. You can see where uh, how he's more further along in the sort of turning process. You see these sort of like black veins all over his face and he gets the milky eyes and the, you know, 
falling off fingernails and yeah he has a matter of maybe days and um they actually show that she goes to his house and the dad is like at the boy's door with a shotgun and then the fucking SWAT team shows up and they're taking him to quarantine like this is it and he has explained what he's found out about quarantine at the party that they're at or the yeah. night before where he says that they put everyone at all the stages together mm-hmm. and they're just eating people people eating are people getting eaten and, and there's this like cocktail this sort of like drug death cocktail that they give to these people yeah, like and injection. yeah and the doctor that is friends with arnold which basically helped him get her out of quarantine was saying that it's like the most painful way to go like right. it's painful from beginning to end and it just gets more painful and you die in pain right you know and so he's like if you can do it quick like shoot shooter, her shoot her in the shoot head. her in the head or whatever the quickest way you can think of and you know uh there's a scene where like her finger breaks and then it's all that rotten and she ends up cutting her own finger off right but none of it feels that dramatic it feels kind of slow not very high paced, stakes low stakes and and there, it's not going to satisfy your zombie fill right if you're looking for zombie action, action. there's very minimal of there's that. like a couple maybe one actual scene of zombie action maybe two yeah. yeah there's one in the in the gas station and one in the woods. oh right 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 so there's actually like two incidences but there but it's not gore Well, in the city the flashbacks in the city yeah but there's no like there's no real like zombie gore like walking dead kills and greg nicotero setting up blood bags and stuff you know it's nothing like that they usually cut away from the action to be honest yeah and but I still, I wouldn't doom it. I still think it's, I'd say it's like on low on the justice scale, but yeah, it's cool. I found it to be an interesting take on the zombie universe. Yeah. It's a little on the boring side. It was a little dull Well, because it starts dull and it sort of stays dull. And you just sort of like, okay, so this is what this movie's going to be. It's not going to pick up. It's not going to change. No, up. there's no surprises Mm-mm. or changes no. or anything like it's that. It's just basically a father waiting to for the right time to fucking off his daughter. Yeah. Which is, you know, and she starts to like smell. She's like, what's that food? I smell food. And, and like the mother. People. Yeah, because the mother's like washing her hair or some fucking right. thing. She's like, I don't smell anything cooking. And she goes down and there's nothing cooking. Yeah. And then she gets She's like freaked, freaked out. out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so yeah, and then you just do watch the her slowly turn. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you know, I don't know if I would recommend people going to see it at the theaters. I think it's worth a VOD possibly, but definitely know that it's going to feel like you're watching an independent film festival movie. Yeah, don't go into it like fucking Arnold zombie movie. Yeah, no, it's not that. It's at not all. that at and, all. And by that respect, it's kind of interesting because it's a very introspective role for him. And he produced it. He produced he it. Beat it. And, uh, yeah, so there's, like, some some interesting stuff about it. But when it ends, you're not like, wow, even though this isn't no. a traditional zombie movie, wow. What a, what a you know, brave take on the no. interesting spin. It's not it, that interesting of a spin. No. It's somewhat interesting. Yeah. All right. I'd give it... I'd give it, like, a six. I'd give it a six. I'd give it a six. Six. Yeah. Six. Six shit. it gets just on the edge. Six shit's hot up in the six. What? Uh, so we also have some recaps, uh, to go over of Game of Thrones. Throne of Games. Yeah, there's been some stuff happening. Lots of gaming around. This season's still kind of boring. Yeah, it hasn't, yeah, it's been, because it's, you know, after the first episode, you're like, okay, cool. So it's a little slow, no big deal. But now it's like four episodes in now. 
Yeah. This is the fourth episode. Yes. And it's, it feels like I'm still watching the first episode. I know. Kinda. Like, what's like, going to Now it's four episodes in and that's like been four hours. That means there's only another eight hours left or six yeah. hours left, you know? So like, what else is, could possibly happen? Well, and the, I mean, the most significant to me is that they're completely taking a route away from the book. Yeah. And as far as I know, I haven't read much of the books. I read some of the first book. It's, it's taken away from a spin-off or a variant or a deviation from the books, mm-hmm. which is fine, which I don't really even care. Like I, I'm, I've so yeah, invested I think they're in the doing show. What they gotta do. And I don't know the difference because I haven't read the books. Right. I like to read the main plot points just on the internet and stuff from the books just to sort of compare mm-hmm. what 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 uh, like, you know what made them go in this direction and how much of the book they're actually using that right. stuff interests me but i was actually talking to people who have read all the books and they're like if you're this far in the show and you've never really read the books don't don't, yeah. don't even <laughs> don't even you're gonna get to the end which is a fuck of a long time because mm-hmm. it's like the longest series of all books right. longer than the tolkien's longer than any of them and uh when you get there you're gonna be fucking pissed because they don't continue and there's nothing to <laughs> and you have to wait like everybody else yeah and it's not that much different than the book than the show is right at this point up till now which i guess is now changing which well, is they, fine they're killing so they killed off um daenerys's right hand guy barrister barrister who that was sad that was sad it was sad because we didn't get to see him fight no that much. we had to see one fight scene and he gets killed but he was like one of the greatest swordsmen of his age and he was served during the Mad King and he, uh, you know, is now serving under Daenerys in, uh, yeah, I figured he would die eventually. And then, oh, and Jorah is that the gray, what is it called? The gray, gray scale, gray scale, the stone men. That was a cool sequence. Yeah, that was awesome. With Tyrion and him because he's kidnapped Tyrion. He's bringing him bring him to Daenerys. Yeah, to sort of as a peace offering. He's as a peace offering, bringing him to Daenerys. And they go through the old Valeris, the old, uh, whatever it's called, where, um, what's his name? The Targaryens reigned. And now it's like a rubble city, which has then turned into what is essentially a leper colony. Yeah. Where but they, they look like zombies. Well, they're called the Stone Men. <laughs> and they're sent there just to go and fuck off and die. Yeah. And they have to go through there, uh, Tyrion and Joram do, and they end up getting sort of attacked by these zombies. They look like zombies. They do. Because, like, White Walkers are kind of like zombies, but these guys are almost more like zombies because their skin, it looks like stone. It looks like the fucking Ben Grimm, except not as big. Yeah, that's exactly how it looked like but, Ben Grimm. But it's, like, dark. But it's, like, dark slate stone versus whatever. And they're creepy, and they, they're hungry they jump and they're, them in the... Are, were they going to eat them? Like, I don't I understand. So. Like I, I guess, yeah. Or they kill them, at least. Maybe eat them. They're probably pretty hungry guys. And the thing is, if you get eat, bitten or scratched or you get infected, just like a zombie, with the grayscale, which is Stannis' daughter, if you're following the show, survived grayscale. Right, because he had the money to her save her. face is all, like, all scaly looking on one side. It looks like she's turning into a dragon on mm-hmm. one side of her face, but that's grayscale. She survived as a child. But these guys have it all over their face and all over their bodies. Yeah, they've turned. They're, like, completely... <laughs> completely uh you know taken in by the disease and they're basically like like i said it's like the become a leper colony and they're trying to go through and then they end up getting sort of overtaken it's this like little dinghy sailboat 
and then they're on top of the boat. Well, the coolest shot is they're going through this sort of like narrow passageway into the city and through the city. And like, they're just sort of talking. And in the very, very far background on like a high ledge, you see this man sort of appear right. and then just fall into the yeah, water. Yeah, that was cool. And you're like, who the fuck is that guy? Yeah. And then another guy. And then they come up and there's all the, they're covered in the fucking grayscale. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, fucking shit. And the Joram's like, don't let him touch you. Don't let him but cut you. But he gets touched. We see at the end. Doran gets cut. He lifts up his sleeve and there's a little patch of grayscale like growing on his skin. So who knows if he'll be able to go back to Daenerys and like get treatment or if he even makes it or if... I see his doom in the near future. Tyrion might end up having to kill him. Might have to. You know, if that comes to that, if he can do that, you know, hopefully Joram doesn't turn before they get there because they have a long way like by foot now that they've lost their boat. Right. The fact that they even survived that incident. Um, is, and then that's basically where this Yeah, so Tyrion's on his ends. way to Daenerys, and Sansa is finding out that Ramsay Bolton, formerly Ramsay Snow, is a sadist. Is a complete, yeah, fucking psycho sadist. Yeah, he brings, he marches Theon, now Reek, into mm-hmm. the dining room and makes him apologize for killing her two brothers, which she didn't do. Which he didn't do. Does he know that he didn't do that? I don't that? know. I don't think so. No, he does know because remember he, he took two children and burned right, them right, so right. bad that they couldn't be identified as the Stark boys. Right. So he knows that he didn't. He, 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 he didn't killed two fucking kids, which is bad enough. Right, but it, they weren't Stark kids. Poor Sansa, she's had to. I mean, she had to. She endure. Was, she dealing with Joffrey tormenting her, First, having showing her father's head on a stake. Yeah, I think she had to marry Tyrion. Yeah, and then she like now she she's to marry like Ramsey. Ramsey, and she's basically sold off by the pimp of fucking Westeros. The yeah, fucking little Peter finger. Baelish. Yeah, little finger, and so yeah, she's had a rough go of it the whole time, and then now she has this sort of like secret ally with what's his name's whore Miranda's. Uh, her name is Miranda, isn't it? Ramsey Snow's whore. Oh, and but there's so, she's conniving. Yeah, she's yeah. setting her up for something. Yeah, she, that's something. And like this is all this is all in the north. This is all where this is all at Winterfell. This she's is all like Winterfell. back because the Boltons have taken over Winterfell. Yeah, right. And then what's his name? Like Father Bolton announces that his like giant wife, is, giant fat wife, giant fat wife is pregnant. Right. And then and it's going to be a son. And so that pisses off Ramsay Snow. Right. It and, makes Sansa happy. Yeah, Sansa's like, ha ha, fuck yeah. you. You will not be king. And, uh, <laughs> And then, and then, sort of closing that storyline for this episode is uh, basically Bolton and Ramsey Bolton uh, discussing that they know Stannis, Stannis is on his way. Stannis with is an coming, army. and Jon Snow is making an alliance is, with the Wildlings, which people are pissed about. Well, some are pissed. Most are pissed. Most are pissed, uh, except for Samuel Tully. Got to give it up for Samuel. <laughs> Samuel's pretty cool. He's pretty cool. I like Samuel. I like him too. He's smart. He's come around. And he's sort of like he's found first in command, and he's found a place for himself as as first in command. With I just mean, like well, the reading, meaning Jon Snow's second. Yeah, yeah. But he's sort of like went from like fat coward to like useful resource right. of knowledge and like sort of commanding or sort of he's an advisor. Yeah, because like, Stannis has a moment with him. Yeah. Samuel's like totally carved his own little niche and he's yep. fucking proven himself. He killed a white walker, he killed the white walker with obsidian with the dragon's tooth or whatever they call that shit. And now he's trying to find out more about that. And Stannis, <laughs> Stannis is smart. He sort of knows mm-hmm. who's doing what. And he's like, you keep researching this. Yes. You keep doing what you're doing. We're going to need to know how to kill these things in like big numbers, you know? 
Yeah, which is cool. It's hard, you know. It's Stannis is kind of unlikable, but it's hard not to root for him in a certain respect. Yeah, because he is sort of the rightful heir to the Baratheon world throne of the throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah which you sort of skipped over, right? And given to Joffrey, the psychopath. Yes. Yeah. And then they they sort of skipped over um, Jamie Lannister's storyline again, or not again, but this episode. Yeah, he wasn't it in it at yeah. all. Him or Braun being in uh, Dorne there was to nothing. try to rescue the daughter, Marcella. Yeah. Well, what's her name, Marcella? Yeah. yeah, that was not that was not at all a part of this storyline. But it looks like it's going to be this coming Sunday storyline. Yeah. And there was nothing about the uh, those crazy monk guys that are taking over. I'm not so keen on that storyline. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where it came from. It's the guy who was originally, uh, he's because, who's, who is that guy that's like part of that group now? The one that was like, he's a cousin. He helped he's kill Robert Baratheon. He's a for, Lannister. He's okay, he's like an, a, cousin. a Lannister cousin. And he was like having sex with Cersei. He was like a little slave squire boy who like helped kill Dingus, Robert right. Baratheon. And he's been born again, whatever that means in this world. Yeah, with a shaved head and a fucking tattoo in the center of his head or a carving. And yep. He wears nothing but robes. He's given away all his possessions. And yeah, it's, and like it's a, sort of seemingly like a little Spanish Inquisition. Well, it's like it's a like, cult. It's, it's like, like a, a weird... cult. They're taking over the city in a way. Mm-hmm. And um, and they're not peaceful. They're like violent. They're not peaceful. They're not peaceful monks. They're like evil, angry cult. And they basically back down the king. Remember that whole scene? The new little well, Lannister he's king? ineffective. Well, he's like a little boy, you know? He's a little boy because his brother-in-law, the gay brother-in-law, is taken in by them. For being gay. For being gay. Yeah. And they capture him. The monks capture him. And then, you know, what, what's her name? Who's now his queen? Uh... Marjorie. Marjorie is like, get He's my brother. Pissed. Get, get my him. brother. Go get him. You're the king. Do it right now. And he doesn't. And he tries and meekly and meekly. fails. And that was the episode before. But that was an interesting fucking scene because the king's guard was like, we could chop these guys down right now. Which is what Joffrey would have had him do. <laughs> yeah, instantly. Like before they even got there, they yeah. wouldn't even discussed anything. But the people, there was all those like citizens in the background like, coward to fucking leave them alone yeah, like, yeah. you know he didn't want to lose favor with the people and he didn't want to have a bloodbath like right there and so he like totally pussies out yeah they have some power and their 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 leader is jonathan price you know the bad guy from uh one of the bond movies that pierce mm-hmm. brosnan did and yeah um he's we don't know if he's bad or not, but Cersei has an alliance with him. Now he is. Yes, Cersei has then since made an alliance with the fucking evil monk guys mm-hmm. because she knows that Marjorie's taken over and she yes. needs like a new angle. And so literally she has her, her brother, Marjorie's brother kidnapped or taken over their like little weird religious law. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And so, yeah, Cersei's always got a fucking angle. She's always man. got an angle. Oh, she's awful. Absolutely so awful. That's one thing that we have to see play off, play out. Yep. Um, obviously, the what's going to happen with the wildlings, Stannis, you know, coming to the north, the whole thing with Jamie and Bronn trying yep. to rescue. And meanwhile, the, the uh, woman who is the lover of um, the the guy who got his head smashed in. Oh, what? from last season Jesus, man. it's like so vague i don't think we should be talking about this we can't be talking about fucking uh the red vipers like the red mistress? vipers mistress yeah she wants revenge and she's taking it with her little band of like female badasses and they're gonna go in and capture the girl and 
they're, kill they her want to kill her. Yeah, send pieces of her back to you know the Seven Kingdoms. Uh, yeah, that's another thing. And then Grey Worm's fucking in bedridden. He's because he was almost killed. Almost in the same killed fight. in the same fight with Barrister, and he feels shamed and all this. And the most of the action actually is coming from that storyline, which I don't really like that much. I don't really care about it. What's it called? Daenerys feeds one of the houses, leaders of the houses, to her dragons. Oh, yeah, that was sick. <laughs> that was intense. Yeah. And then now she's actually decided, because those harpies, the queen of the harpy guys, or the eye of the harpy, whatever they're called, have been just killing everybody. And so she's decided to reinstate the battle games, the war games. Which she should have done in the first place. Yeah, she should have done that. Because she said, like, only free men can do it. No slaves. No slaves will fight to the death. Right. Like, yeah, sure, whatever. Just do it. The people, you got to give the people something. You can't keep taking away from them and then being like, why are they killing everybody? It's like, give them a little bit. Give them something. Give them something. Yeah, man. What about Arya? We didn't see her this episode. She wasn't in the episode again either, you know? But we'll see her this Sunday because she's in the previews and it looks yeah. like she's sort of going down the path of becoming an assassin and foregoing her A faceless life. man, a faceless woman. Yeah. She has to let go of everything. She's no longer Arya Stark. Like you say, he's like, why are Arya Stark's clothes here? Why are Arya Stark's sword here? Right. Why is Arya Stark's, like, how can you be faceless if you're Arya Stark? You cannot. And so, yeah, she's doing the whole Mr. Miyagi thing. Yeah. <laughs> the wax on, wax off thing right now, which is cool. I want to see how that plays out. That'll I want to see be where, interesting. where she ends up at the end of the training, like what she's going to look like, what she's going to be. Can she literally go from face to face? And, you know, she's going to have all those sort of like mysterious powers that Jack and Agar has. Yep. Because that, that's cool. That's That would be cool. That's one of my most like favorite storylines, I think. Is Arya or Jack or Nagar? Yeah. The, the, well, they're in the same storyline. Yeah. Dingin'. You're the dingin. You're dingin. Dingin. So, dingin. Um, yeah, it's moving along. <laughs> it's moving it's, along. It's not like incredibly inspiring, but. No, Jon Snow is trying to rally the wildlings and the troops together, and that's one of the things. And so Jon Snow has to go with the redheaded, the red wildling guy with him yeah. to go and recruit the remaining wildlings that are on the other side of the wall. That's like one of the guys, like, you know, fucking. The big red guy. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, he's doing it because he knows that they need reinforcements, but it's definitely a controversial decision. Well, and also he knows it because all those wildlings, once they get, you know, killed by White Walkers, will turn into White Walkers, fueling the army of White Walkers. And we haven't seen anything with Bronn and where he ended up at the, like, witch's house or the witch's... Bronn. Bronn's with Jamie Lannister. Or Bran. 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 Well, Bran apparently is not in this entire season. See, that stinks. I know. What are you going to do? It's going to be weird to see him in season six as like really grown up. Yeah. It's going to be like a big jump in his age. Because he started at that age where everything was starting to change, like grow, like kind of like Carl in Walking Dead. Yeah. But that's age of when it started to where it is now is a big change. I big miss Walking Dead. Physical, physical change. Yeah, I miss it too. It'll be back. And then we have Fear the Walking Dead starting. So that'll be a whole new thing. Yeah, I guess I'm psyched for that. I mean, there's a couple other shows that we've been watching. Um, we should mention Penny Dreadful, which is on Showtime. Showtime. Um, like Ripper Street, sort of all the lore of the uh, like 1800s. That era, yeah. yeah put into a, a, a world, a real world with Frankenstein and Josh Werewolf. Josh Hartnett. Yeah, and Sophie Green. Is that her name? Uh, Ava Green. Ava Green. Ava Green. She's, you recognize her instantly. She's in everything. She's in everything. Um, and um, one of the other Bond guys. 
Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton plays her father. Her, well, her father figure. Father figure. It's a good show. It's a good it's show. Cool. It's, it's not pretty. Really it's, good. It's no. It's good. It's pretty intense. It's gory. It's very gory, and they kind in, of, in parts it's gory. I wouldn't. I don't know. I feel like Game of Thrones is there. It's gore is more interesting, worse, yeah. and it's sort of more like fuck. This is just sort of like gross. Gross. Oh, it is gross. can be kind of gross. But oh, that's gross. It's sort of a good in-betweener. And then the show I really like right now, and you like too, I guess, is Turn. Yeah, I like it. It's a little slow. I like it. No, I really like it. Turn is kind of like Homeland for the 1770s. It's uh, it's it's starring Jamie Bell, who's ben Billy Grimm. Elliot, and also Ben Grimm. And Can you new... believe the kid who played Billy Elliot's going to play he, Ben Grimm? I know. <laughs> what an odd fucking He's all turn. grown up. Yeah, that's really funny. But he's a good actor, and so he plays oh, he's great. a continental farmer and he's uh a spy he turns into a spy army yeah yeah he turns into a spy for the rebel army unwittingly but um yeah just sort of by circumstance at first and then it's just sort of like yeah i'm sort of the one to do this yeah as as ever all the chips fall it's like i could totally do this another amc show and yeah uh, it's good it's It's, good it's good george washington's in it and there's it's that whole revolutionary war time yep yeah it's good and it really gets into the whole espionage, the the behind the scenes of how the first espionage setups were, the early makings of the CIA, basically. Yeah. And it uh, it airs on it's in AMC on Sunday nights, I believe. The new season started. The entire first season is on Netflix right now, so you can binge watch it. Yeah, you can get it out of the way if you want to start because the new season has just started. Yeah. The season two, so it's right there. Right there. Right there. And uh, we've got some movies, um, other movies coming up that we're going to be talking about next week. Um, Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, it should be fun. Hopefully it'll be a big, fun ride. I hope so. I don't know. It looks like a, this like it almost like Speed, the movie, where most of the movie is like a chase scene. Like most of the movie takes place on that war rig. Yeah. The oil rig. And they're just going through the desert, blowing each other up. That's, I think that's mostly what it is. I guess so. I mean, is, is it a, an actual remake or is it just part of the same universe? Because Charlize Theron was on doing the whole promotion for it. Uh-huh. And she couldn't answer that question. She said she didn't know. What do you mean? She said she didn't know whether it was like part four or remake or it was weird. She like wasn't prepped well for it. I don't know. I, I think it's a remake. Cause, I mean, it looks Tom like Hardy a remake. plays Mad, Mad Max. Max. But like, like her point was she wasn't sure whether it's just a continuation of the story. Oh, I don't think it's a continuation. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. It's not like it left off where the Terror Dome ended. Yeah. I think it's just like Mad Max. Mad Max. The new Mad Max movie. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I want to see it. I want to see it. Looks pretty cool. Looks very cool. Looks big and maybe really stylishy violent. Yeah, no, we'll see it. And we will be back to report on that as well as this coming Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Yes, among others. Among others. Bong bong. So I think that's it for us. That's it for this week. Good to have you all back on board. Thanks for being back with us. Yeah, we'll see you next week with more to report from the Herald and Mod Studio yep. cast. <laughs> Big bong. See you, jerks. You're jerks.